Welcome to the Growing Food and Feeding People podcast. Whether you're a backyard gardener, a market gardener, or a small-scale farmer just starting out or a seasoned grower, this show is for you. Join us as we share tips and tricks, tactics and hacks to growing food for yourself, your family, and your community, as well as sharing stories here from the field and other growers and farmers making a difference in their local food webs. My name is Cody, and I will be your host, so let's get growing. All right, guys, welcome back to the Growing Food and Feeding People podcast. It is a beautiful Monday here in Zone 5B, and it looks like spring may have just arrived, finally. Um, I wouldn't say plan out your summer crops yet. I still think we need to wait for Memorial Day because it does look like we could get a few cold mornings yet. However, it is that time. It's go time. And I am super excited for today's episode. To say this one's value-packed would probably be an understatement, guys. So today we're jumping back into our companion planting series, into companion planting for birds, bees, and butterflies for your garden. So I'm not going to waste any more of your time. We're going to jump right in. And what I want you to do is picture a lively tableau of your garden, a place bustling with activity where the flowers are blooming, fruits ripen, and the air buzzes with the soft humming of the bees. The gentle fluttering of the butterflies and the melodious chirping of the birds. Now all of this, guys, can be achieved with the magic of companion planting. So let's unpack this concept a little bit further so we can really understand its multifaceted benefits because you don't want to take it just at face value for the beauty, of course. So today I'm going to take you through five categories of plant partners that can turn your garden into a haven for birds, bees, and butterflies. And in each category, we're gonna break down five specific varieties, each with their unique benefits and attractions. And then before we wrap up, we're gonna go over the five biggest benefits to having the birds, bees, and butterflies in your garden. So let's jump right in. Now, of course, the first category that's gonna come to mind when we're thinking about attracting your birds, bees, and butterflies is gonna be the flowers, right? And number one on the flowers list, in no particular order, but maybe in this case, is sunflowers. Besides their aesthetic appeal, their large seed heads provide a hearty meal for the birds, and their pollen-rich stamens are actually a paradise for the bees. So sunflowers are an absolute must for every garden. Now number two in the flowers category is your zinnias. Their varied colors and shapes attract a wide range of pollinators, plus they're actually drought resistant, so that makes them a sustainable choice for sure. Number three on the flowers list is your cone flowers. Now these hardy flowers are not only attract the pollinators with their nectar, but also provide seeds for the birds during the colder months. And number four is cosmos. Their tall daisy-like blooms actually provide a nice landing pad for the butterflies while their nectar sustains the bees. And then number five on the flower list, and of course guys, we could go much deeper than five, but I've got to limit it. I've got to draw a line somewhere or else we'd be here for hours. Number five on the list is our black-eyed Susans. They offer a late summer feast for the butterflies and once the flowers fade, their seed heads serve as a great food source for the birds. So there's five great flower varieties that you can use to bring in the birds, bees, and butterflies into your garden. Now let's jump into the next category and that's gonna be herbs. Remember, we're talking about herbs specifically to companion plant for birds, bees, and butterflies today. So number one on the list, now, I'm going to say this one with a great big word of caution, and I would say put it in a doggone container. <laughs> put it in a pot, but it's going to be mint, because besides its allure for the pollinators, 
its strong scent also deters many garden pests, which we've talked about in the past. So that obviously will help promote a much healthier garden. Now number two on the list for herbs is lavender. The fragrant purple spikes are irresistible to pollinators, and the plant's bushy growth can also provide shelter for the beneficial insects. Now number three is basil. Letting a few of your basil plants actually go to flower can help create a bee hotspot for your garden. And we're always picking off the basil leaves because that's what we're using, but if you actually let it go to flower, you'll be amazed at how it'll draw the bees in. Now number four on the herb list is thyme. This low-growing herb doubles as a ground cover, controlling erosion while attracting your ground foraging bees. So another great pollinator. And number five on the herb list to attract the birds, bees, and butterflies is going to be rosemary. Now this perennial herb offers actually a year-round source of nectar, especially valuable during the leaner months of the winter. So if you want to plant a few herbs to attract in the birds, bees, and butterflies, there's five that'll do just that. Now the next category on the list is fruits and berries. Now attracting the pollinators may not be the first thing you think about when you're planting your fruits and berries. I know it isn't for me really. It's really about producing the fruits and berries, right? <laughs> but you need the pollinators to do that. So, and these five are a heck of a draw. So the first one on the fruits and berries list is your strawberries. Now they're white flowers are pollinator friendly and their sweet fruits can provide as a treat for the birds. Let me tell you, I've actually had to put up bird netting to keep them off of my strawberries, <laughs> but they do work great for drawing in the pollinators. Now number two on the list is raspberries. We also love growing raspberries here and they offer a double bounty. Bees enjoy their flowers and the birds love their berries and so do we. So raspberries are a great one for drawing in the birds, bees, and butterflies. Now number three on the list is blackberries. Their thickets offer protective cover and nesting sites for birds, while their flowers and fruits offer nourishment for the birds and bees alike. Number four on the list, maybe my favorite, it's a toss up between this and the strawberries, but it's the blueberries. Now their spring flowers provide an early season nectar for the bees, and their summer berries obviously can feed the birds if you don't get them first. So blueberries are another great one for drawing them in. And number five on the fruits and berries list, and something that we're actually planting this year, are some elderberries. Now these trees are a pollinator magnet when they bloom, and their berries actually serve as a food source for the birds in late summer and in the fall. So there's my favorite list of five fruits and berries that are fantastic for bringing in the birds, bees, and butterflies. But again, you may have to take a little precaution to keep the birds off them so you can harvest them before they do but it never hurts to leave them a few. Now the next section on the list, and what most of our gardens are all about, are the vegetables. But there are specific vegetables that do help bring in the birds, bees, and the butterflies. So we're gonna go through what I think are probably your top five. And number one on the list are your tomatoes. The buzz pollination technique of the bumblebees helps in the pollination of tomatoes for certain increase in their yield. Number two, are your beans. Their flowers are a reliable food source for the bees and the plant's nitrogen fixing abilities as you guys know if you've been following along definitely helps improve the soil. Number three right along with that are your peas. Their early blooms offer a vital source of nectar in the spring much earlier than a good majority of your pollinators. Number four on the list is your squash. 
Their large yellow flowers attract a variety of pollinators, which of course can increase your crop yields. Number five on the list, one of my favorites, is peppers. Their small white flowers, while not as showy as some other blooms, are a surefire draw for the bees, and their fruits provide a very colorful feast for the eyes. Now, of course, there are a handful of other vegetables that'll also bring in the pollinators, but I had to cut it off somewhere. Now let's dive into the last section, which is our trees and shrubs. And the first one on the list is dogwood. Now these trees provide a year-round habitat for your birds, and with their spring blossoms for bees, berries for the birds in the falls, and dense cover for shelter, so those really make the dogwood a fantastic choice to accomplish the task at hand. Number two on the list is redbud. Now early blooming, these trees are a lifeline for pollinators in the spring, and their seed pods in the winter provide sustenance for the birds. So it's a win-win. Number three is serviceberry. Food forest staple, these offer spring flowers for the bees, summer berries for the birds, and fall color for us. So it's hard to go wrong with some serviceberry. And the fourth one on the list is crabapple. Now these trees are a pollinator's dream with their abundant spring blossoms and their persistent fruit often provides winter food for the birds. I feel very fortunate to have a handful of crab apples around the outside of the garden. And number five on the list is holly. Known for their bright red berries, they provide a valuable winter food for the birds and shelter within their dense prickly foliage. So there are five fantastic trees and shrubs so you can have around the garden to act as a draw to bring in those birds, bees, and butterflies. Now let's dive deep into some strategic approaches for successful companion planting, specifically for our bees, birds, and butterflies. Now firstly, you really want to ensure a continuous bloom cycle. So by planting a variety of species that flower at different times, you can provide a constant food source for the pollinators and thereby attracting a greater diversity and number of these beneficial creatures. Now secondly, you want to remember their strength in numbers. So by planting in clusters, not only enhances the visual appeal of the garden, but it also creates a more efficient feeding and nesting area for the birds and beneficial insects. And lastly, but definitely not least, is please opt for organic methods, if at all possible. Chemical pesticides will absolutely harm the very creatures that we're trying to attract, right? So organic pest control methods, on the other hand, can actually help maintain a balanced and healthy garden ecosystem. And you know that's a huge reason why I'm doing this entire series on companion planting because I really think you can outright eliminate the pesticides completely if you learn which plants work with each other for different problems that you're trying to solve within the garden and just additionally just to increase the productivity overall. Companion planting for birds, bees, and butterflies isn't just about the aesthetic appeal. It's really a step towards biodiversity, fostering a vibrant ecosystem right there in your backyard. You know, it contributes to the local fauna and, and definitely helps maintain the delicate balance of nature. By choosing the right plant partners, you can transform your garden into a thriving habitat of buzzing, fluttering, chirping concert of life. You know, there is, there are, there are very few things that are really more enjoyable than being out in the garden in the morning, say between two rows of trellis cucumbers, and harvesting the cucumbers for the day while the pollinators are just buzzing through there. It's really hard to explain if you haven't experienced it. You know, with no worry of being stung, now I'm not allergic to bees, so I don't have any fear towards the bees. And it's really almost magical when you're out there 
in the morning when the bees are buzzing all around you and you're harvesting the fruits that are ready. And not to sound too hokey, but it really does kind of feel like you're working hand in hand with nature at that point. And it's really pretty amazing if you haven't done it. So before we sign off, it is essential to understand the profound impact that the birds, bees, and butterflies can have in your garden, particularly on your fruits, vegetables, and herbs. You know, so companion planting for these natural allies isn't just about creating a picturesque garden, right? It's, it directly enhances the productivity and the health of your garden produce. I mean, that's really what it's all about in the end is you're trying to grow more food and feed more people. So, so now that we've covered what to plant to bring in the birds, bees, and the butterflies, I actually want to cover the five major benefits to companion planting for birds, bees, and butterflies. And that the very first one is just that, it's pollination. Bees and butterflies play a critical role in the pollination of many of our favorite fruits and vegetables. They transfer pollen from the male parts of the flower to the female parts, thereby fertilizing the plant and enabling it to produce fruits and seed. A garden teeming with these pollinators can significantly boost your crop yield. The second benefit is your natural pest control. And that's a close second. You know, birds are a natural predator of many common garden pests, including your slugs, snails, and various insects. And by attracting a healthy bird population, you can keep the pest population in check without resorting to chemical pesticides. Now this natural form of pest control helps ensure the health and vitality of your plants. The third big benefit is your soil health. Many birds, especially robins and other thrushes, forage for insects and worms in the soil. This behavior helps naturally till your garden soil, improving the structure and the fertility over time. Number four is the biodiversity. A diverse garden is a healthy garden. Having a variety of birds, bees, and butterflies in your garden increases the overall resilience of your garden's ecosystem, making it more robust in the face of diseases and pests. And the fifth one on the list is the aesthetics and enjoyment. It's, it, that's definitely got to be one of the top five benefits, for sure, of drawing in your birds, bees, and butterflies. You know, apart from the practical benefits, there's a sheer joy in watching these creatures flitter and flutter about in the garden. You know, I'm always trying to get a good slow-mo clip for our YouTube channel of the bees buzzing or the butterflies fluttering or the hummingbirds going a million miles an hour in one spot. <laughs> so you definitely want to enjoy all the aspects of it, for sure. And observing them can actually be a source of relaxation and inspiration and add a whole other dimension to the gardening experience. With all these benefits, it's become absolutely clear to me that companion planting for birds, bees, and butterflies is not just a mere gardening technique, but actually a holistic approach towards a more sustainable and productive garden. As we get things wrapped up today, I really hope that I've inspired you to create a garden that's buzzing with life. A garden that's not just a space for the plants, but actually a complete thriving ecosystem if possible. So I guess I've just got two questions for you. The first one, what are you going to plant to attract the birds, bees, and the butterflies? And the second one is what did the grape say when it got stepped on? Nothing. It just let out a little whine. <laughs> All right, guys. I hope you got a lot of value out of this one. I packed as much in as I possibly could in today's episode. If you did, make sure to rate and review the episode wherever you're listening to it. If you are over on the YouTubes, make sure to give us a big old thumbs up. Let me know what you're going to plant to draw on the birds, bees, and the butterflies into your garden this year. 
It looks like it's going to be a beautiful week. So make sure you get out there, get your hands dirty, make somebody smile, and we'll talk to you on Friday.